We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And Rod Bollinger, who covered the Twins for a number of years for MLB.com, is now back home in Southern California covering the Angels for MLB.com, and Rhett was always good enough to join us from time to time when he was on the beat, and it's good to visit with you again. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, good to visit with you, and uh, this Angels year started out pretty promising, but it, it's it's gone south, and it, pitching has been the issue again for the Angels. Yeah, and really the offense has been a problem, too, as well. You know, it's the team that started off very hot and was, you know, in first place early in the year, 11 games over, I think at one point at 28 and uh, 11 there, 28 and 17, sorry, and sure enough, uh, it just kind of imploded. They lost 12 in a row and then decided to fire the manager and Joe Madden, and that didn't really change much there. They continued to struggle since then, but it's been a combination of a lot of things that really the offense has been an issue with Trout being hurt again and Rendon out for the season as well. Um, the pitching has been an issue, but not quite as bad as recent years. They got some solid starts out of Noah Syndergaard before they traded him, and some young guys have stepped up, like Reed Detmers, who started tonight. But really, it's been another tough year for this team, and this team hasn't had a winning record since 2014, so it's been, it's been a struggle here. Yeah, and Red, for a club that has two of the great talents in the game, Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, you know, two cornerstone, just transformational talents on the club, it's really a shame that the Angels haven't been able to fill in around them and, and put a winning club on the field. Yeah, it really is. You know, it's too bad for you know, the fans don't really get a chance to see Otani or Trout on the big stage, uh, you know, in the postseason. It's been, you know, Trout's only been to the postseason one time in his career, and they were swept uh, by the Royals in 2014, and Otani's never reached it. You know, we've seen Otani in the All-Star game and some of these big events before, uh, but the fans don't really get a chance to see how special he really is, and uh, it's just a team that doesn't have enough, enough depth around them uh, to build around these guys. It's been this way for, for a long time now, and uh, you know, they're hoping that next year they can kind of, some of these young guys are kind of getting a chance to seek and be a part of this next year. And, you know, free agency is going to be a big thing in the offseason. But, yeah, another another tough season for the Angels, definitely. Yeah, and, uh, Rhett, you've got the Angels beat newsletter, and uh, you, you get to see Shohei Otani up close. And um, you, you obviously talk about him a lot because what what he brings to the game, it just is an extraordinary talent, able to pitch and hit and and play defensively um it, it, in our lifetime we haven't really seen a guy like Otani yeah he really is incredible and to see him up close uh is amazing you know it doesn't really ever you know it never ceases to amaze you you know just the stuff he does you know last year especially winning the MVP the way that he did and this year hasn't been quite as good as he was last year but it's still pretty amazing what he's able to do 
Uh, he's been a better pitcher this year than, than last year. Uh, the offense hasn't had quite as many home runs as last year, but uh, there's nobody else who's able to do what he's able, to, you know, what he does with offense and defense, and, and you know, being able to be a pitcher the way that he is. Uh, he's an elite pitcher and, and a great hitter with a lot of power and, and a good, you know, good base runner too. He can still bases, uh, so we really haven't seen this kind of player before. I think he's the first player since Babe Ruth in 1918 to have 10 wins in a season on the mound and 10 homers to the plate. So it really is special. You know, he's going to be a free agent after next year. Uh, they're obviously going to try to keep him, but it's going to be a very interesting process. And if he gets to free agency, uh, it's going to be amazing to see what he can get out there as a guy who can do both. Following up on, on Otani, has there been more talk about, you know, he'd be better off if he specialized, if, if he just focused on uh, playing a position versus pitching? Or is it just one of those things where, you know, he, he just is, you know, so good and uh, so major league ready and so accomplished at both that it would just be a shame not to have him do both? Yeah, I think at this point, it's just, you're right. I think it's more of a shame if they didn't do both. I think coming into last year, I think there was more questions about, you know, should he focus on one, maybe right. specialize because he's coming off the injuries. He wasn't very good in 2020 um, as a pitcher or a hitter, quite frankly. Um, but he was hurt that year coming off some injuries, and he's shown the last two seasons here when he's healthy, what he's able to do. Um, but that's the big question you're right, though, going forward, is can he do this for the rest of his career? Because it's going to be tough. You know, it's a lot of work to be able to, to do both of these things and, if at one point later in his career, he has to become just a position player or focus on pitching because he really is pretty elite at either or. So if he focused on one, I'm sure he could you know, be one of the best players at either one of them. But I think when you add them both up, he's just too tantalizing not to let him do both right now. And as long as he's healthy and young, you might as well do it. But you're right, I don't know how long it'll last. But for now, you definitely have to keep, continue to run him out there because it's pretty amazing what he's able to do with both a hitter and a pitcher. Red Bollinger covers the Angels for MLB.com and once again has the Angels Beat newsletter uh, as well and joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. He covered the Twins uh, for, for a time as well for MLB.com before returning home uh, to Southern California. One other player I wanted to get your thoughts on, and that is Mike Trout and his tenure uh, with the Angels. It, it, it's a shame because he is one of the great talents in the game, but just the, the injuries – it's really a shame. Yeah, absolutely. You know, last year he suffered that calf strain in May, and we thought he was going to come back. And actually last year we were at Target Field. He was running and doing all these drills. But, oh, he'll be back soon. And sure enough, he had a setback and ended up missing the rest of the year. And then right now he's been out with a, a back injury. Uh, he was out on the field before the game, you know, taking some uh, batting practice. And it seems like he could return here in the next week to 10 days is, is the hope. Uh, but another season, you know, kind of marred by injuries. And it's been that way. The last few years, you know, even the year that he won MVP in 2019, he, he missed some time with a foot injury late in the year. So you don't want to say he's injury prone, but the last three, four seasons have certainly been an issue for him. And you know, now he's, you know, he's 30 years old now. So, uh, you know, he's got to kind of get a, his health back in check and kind of figure out a program that works for him. You're right. It is a shame when he's not playing out there. And this team definitely can't afford to not have him out on the field. Do you get a sense on what the strategy is going to be for, for the club going forward? Because there's definitely been ownership and Arte Moreno and a commitment to spend money. Uh, as you mentioned, Joe Madden was let go as manager, so they were willing to spend on a on a big-name manager who you know, had all the success in Tampa Bay, uh, won the World Series in Chicago with the Cubs. Um, but but do you do you see a path forward or what the strategy might be for the Angels in the, in the coming seasons? 
Yeah, that's a great question. You know, that's a big thing with them right now. You know, Tawny certainly was a you know a team that people called about for trade offers, but I don't think ownership would allow him to be traded. But this next year is his last year under contract, so um, it's a big year. If they really want to try to keep him, they got to try to prove that they can win. Um, so it's going to be about spending around him because they do have some free agent contracts coming off the books, including you know, Justin Upton's last year um, will be off the books, and they you know Noah Syndergaard and, and Lorenzen. So there is some money to be spent. But they really have to improve their depth. You know, this team, when they've had injuries, they just don't have the players to replace them. When Rendon went down, they just don't have any backup third basemen. So this is a team that really needs to improve that. And, and they've done some stuff in the minor leagues. They've had some success with their double-A club, and they did that crazy draft last year where they took 20 pitchers and 20 picks. Uh, so that they have some plans here in trying to really supplement this pitching staff. And we've seen some success in the minors. Uh, but we've got to see this kind of really translate up here and in a hurry um, because, you know, the CM's coming into his third year here too, and – if he doesn't turn it around, you never know, too. So it's going to be a big season next year for the Angels, absolutely. A couple other things uh, about the ballpark in the situation. They've been at what what we call the Big A. They, they added seating to bring the Rams there once upon a time. They've restored it back to a baseball-only facility. And it, it's still considered a great place to watch a ball game. But... Um, are, are the Angels considering a new home? I've heard rumors that they may try to move closer to the coast. What, what, what do you know, Rhett? Yeah, I mean, so you're right. It's still a nice ballpark, but it's definitely showing its ages and a lot of it. It definitely could be renovated for sure. And they had a, pretty much everything kind of ready to go with the city of Anaheim uh, to have a deal where the owner of the Angels was going to buy up the, the parking lot and just all this whole area around the stadium and develop it and renovate the ballpark possibly even build a new one here. And sure enough, it kind of fell apart because of corruption within Anaheim. The Angels were never implicated in any of it. It was more of the Anaheim mayor and some of the people in the, in the city council that uh, kind of did a backdoor deal, and apparently that fell through. So right now, it's kind of all in limbo. Um, the Angels obviously would love to be able to, to get a deal done and, and renovate this place and build some stuff around it because um, there's really not that many things around the ballpark. They'd love to build some, you know, kind of like those ballpark villages, that kind of thing uh, would make a lot of sense here. Because uh, the Ducks are trying to do the same thing with their arena across the street, so it's kind of a, a mess right now. But uh, they're hopeful that in the next, you know, hopefully in the next within the next year they can figure out a plan. Uh, but they were really close; they're right on the finish line. Thought they had a deal, and sure enough, uh, some stuff happened with the city. Yeah, and then uh, finally, you, you covered the Twins uh, for a spell before moving back home. Uh, the, the, the Twins are in town, and after a disastrous 2021, are in the thick of it. They fell out of first place against the Dodgers, but uh, it, it could gain a half game with a win tonight. Uh, uh, your, your thoughts on the Twins? Yeah, absolutely. I still enjoy following the Twins from afar and you know reading all the work from uh, Doe and from Dan Hayes sure. and, of course, the Phil Miller and everybody, and so yeah, so yeah, I, it, I think they're having a great year, and I think that they made a, a lot of really good moves at the deadline. They really needed to address that rotation and that um, bullpen, and I thought you know getting Fulmer was great for the bullpen, and Lopez, we saw them pitch last night here, and, and Molly too, of course, who they got in the trade, and he pitched great last night against the Angels as well. So really, you saw all three of those guys they got in the deadline deals contribute to a, a big win they needed. So I do think it's going to be uh, really fun down the stretch, and I know they play the, the White Sox and the Guardians a decent amount still, but. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun to see. I, I do think they have a chance here to, to make the postseason and win that division, uh, but it might come down to that final week here. So it should be fun for the fans for sure. Yeah, with three teams in the mix, uh, Cleveland leading the way by one game at the moment over the Twins and then uh, the White Sox, who were the favorite 
have really struggled all year and and continue to struggle. And obviously you cover the Angels, but uh, the Dodgers not a super long trip uh, up the freeway. What, what a year. What a run. It Just an absolute juggernaut. 11 in a row, well on their way to winning 12th or blowing out Kansas City tonight. It, 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 it's crazy. Uh, your, your neighbors there in Southern California haven't quite a year. Yeah, they're they're amazing. They're incredible. I actually went to the game as a fan for fun on Wednesday and went and saw the Twins uh, play the Dodgers, did some advanced scouting to see the Twins play again. So, oh, no, sure. it was fun, and the Dodgers are just, yeah, just everything they do. Their the pitching is incredible, and their offense, when you, you add in, you know, all the guys they've acquired, Freddie Freeman and Trey Turner, uh, you said there's, I think, Juggernaut's the perfect term. They just run through these teams. I saw they were up big on the Royals again today, uh, oh, early yeah. in the game. I think they're about to win their 12th in a row, so... Uh, they're unstoppable, and it's been this way. You know, I'm good for the Giants winning the division last year, but they've been really this way for you know almost the last decade of just consistently winning. And it's tough on the Angels because they'd love to get to that point, and they're just kind of uh, not and haven't really been able to even come close to replicating what the Dodgers have been doing. Uh, so I'm sure it's tough on the fans of the Angels that probably hear it from their Dodger fans a lot. Uh, so yeah, it's definitely tough, but it is fun to watch. They are a, a great team, the Dodgers, absolutely. Well, Red, good to visit with you. Thanks so much for the time tonight, and uh, certainly appreciate your coverage of the Angels. Of course. Thanks for having me on again. I really enjoyed it. All right, there he is, Red Bollinger, joining us. MLB.com covered the Twins and moved back home to Southern California and is now on the Angels beat. Twins and Angels tonight. Dylan Bundy will be on the mound. Uh, We'll take a look at tonight's lineup. Byron Buxton back in center field. Uh, Heather Rule, uh, covers the Twins, social media specialist, uh, sent out a tweet. This will be Byron Buxton's first back-to-back games in center field, back-to-back days in center field uh, since June. So we'll, we'll have that for you. Check the scoreboard one more time and then turn it over to the pregame show at 730. Twins and Angels on a Saturday night from SoCal here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.